Hey everybody, welcome back to the For Who or What podcast. This is your host, as always, Patrick Schroeder, welcoming you back to the show. Very excited for the episode this week. We got my buddy Tim McLaughlin coming on. We're going to talk about his Colts, I'm sure. Big Colts guy. It's uh, got a Colts podcast called The Three Horsemen. And we're probably going to talk a little gambling, talk a little who knows what. It'll be a, a good talk. Fun time. Tim is very funny. Before we get to that, though, just wanted to remind you guys, please rate and review this podcast that you are listening to right now. Go ahead. Pause if you have to. You can probably do both at the same time. I believe in you. Go ahead. Rate and review the podcast. Five stars on iTunes, on Apple Podcasts. Leave a review. Say something nice. Go ahead and subscribe if you're on Spotify, Apple, whatever. YouTube. I put up some clips on YouTube. Actually, full episodes. The last two episodes where we talk AFC and NFC Futures with Alex Pavone are up on YouTube. They're on my personal YouTube page, which makes it a lot harder to search for. Just just search for who, for what podcast in YouTube. It's right there. It pops up already. Uh, it's It's the one with me. All right, look for look for a picture of me talking to Alex Pavone as the thumbnail. It'll be right there. We're gonna get that smoothed out. I'm gonna I'll make a a YouTube page for the show. But in the meantime, you can go ahead and check that out if you wanted to see some video. Sure do appreciate you guys listening. But as always, remember this is a free podcast, and if you're listening, if you're especially if you're watching, so help me God, if you're on YouTube watching and not contributing with a rate or a review, or whatever the hell you do on YouTube, just go ahead, help me out, help me grow the podcast, sure do, appreciate you guys listening, and without any further ado, let's get in to Tim. Please get Hoskins. And I've been on uh, what is this Castell and Alos or whatever. I don't know any of their names, uh, but I bet on both to hit home runs two nights ago, and then uh, they didn't hit. And then last night, everybody on the Phillies yeah. made out some bombs. They won a few games without hitting any home runs as a team. And then last, yeah, last night I had I got I nailed one of the home runs uh, Hall to get a home run. Do you do Dinger Tuesdays on Fanduel? <laughs> With the boys, because you never you never write in and with the boys. I, on I stopped I stopped looking at our gambling thread once the NBA season ended, just because uh, I lose every. I think I'm probably o for my last thirty baseball bets. And <laughs> yeah, I think I am too. The more I look at the thread, the more it makes me want to gamble. So I I feel like if I stay away, like yeah, last night I just put five bucks on a on a parlay for the Phillies game. Uh, to win 50 and hit everything except I had the Phillies with the under and I, I bought up the line because I'm like, I think they'll score runs, but it was already at like nine and a half. So I bought it up to like 11 and a half. Oh, man. And what was it like... Way over still. Yeah, yeah, they ended up it was like 11 to six was the final score or something. I never had a chance. So I've been looking at Ballpark Pal a lot on Twitter. OK, yeah, you're 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 into following the uh, the accounts that know what they're talking about, too. Yeah, well, they have whatever their like thing is. So I looked at their pitchers the other night, and so I took Castillo over seven and a half for strikeouts, Otani over seven and a half for strikeouts, Garrett Cole over nine and a half for strikeouts, Osaya Gray over six and a half, and Johnny Cueto over four and a half. 
or under four and a half. I took him under four and a half mm-hmm. and I hit four of the five <laughs> and uh, didn't hit the bet. And it was, it's just so brutal when you like, at least, you know, you have two wrong. Yeah, no, it should be. It shouldn't be allowed to get everything but one right. You need. Oh, you need the. Bu- you can't get that close. How often are you betting on baseball a week? Because I oh, feel I maybe no, twice. Ahead. Twice. Okay. Yeah. Because I, I, with the NBA, I could I could get into uh, <laughs> especially at the end of the year, I could get into just every night of the week. You know, whatever the game is, figuring out some sort of same game parlay to lose money on. Oh, yeah. But I mean, in NBA, the other thing about the NBA is it's more fun. I don't like baseball. Yeah. Like, I don't is, know why I bet on baseball. I don't really like it. It's just on. Yeah. If it's you just could, on. If you I'm just could bet on movies, you, it'd be, yeah, whatever you can bet on. I, I started, I never liked watching soccer in the mornings. And then <laughs> the last, yeah. the last two weeks, it's been on. And I'm just like, well, everybody seems to hate Manchester United. I'll just, bet against them and they and they both hit so now i'm like uh oh am i gonna get into it i'm just gonna i'm not even gonna have a team i'm just gonna bet against manchester united every saturday i mean if you gotta do it you gotta do it do you go to the bar and watch it or you just watch it at your house no i just watch it. it's on uh it's on the peacock app which and it's like free so it's like which i have yeah it's they put all the games on there and there's nothing else on in the morning i don't know how you are you also you live with your girlfriend so yeah. I don't know. I have like usually two anywhere from two to four hours to myself in the morning until she wakes up. Oh, no, we wake up at about the same time. OK, yeah, no, I'm, I've become an early riser. In my well, I am age. too. Oh, OK, yeah. But if I don't if I wake up and she's not awake, I just watch stuff on my phone. But I'm, I'll just watch like I literally watch TikTok for three hours. <laughs> Especially if I'm hungover, laying in bed, I'll just TikTok it up, baby. <laughs> just to keep the curtains drawn and yeah. nothing but. What do you? What do you watch? Because I'm not on TikTok. Is there any sort of sports gambling element to TikTok? Are people on there like making? Oh bets? yeah. Well, there was a guy for a while. Book it with Trent, <laughs> and then there is, and he was losing everything, and then there were other. TikTok accounts devoted to fading him. And oh, they would yeah. talk about how much money they would make fading all of his picks. And That's then beautiful. he would, then he of course would splice like he would, you could duet. So he would, they would talk about fading him and then he would put up his new thing. And then, <laughs> they, and then everyone would be like, you, you're terrible at this. And then finally he won like five grand or something off like a stupid parlay. Mm. I feel like at what point do you start fading yourself too? like, uh, yeah, just, well, then that takes all the fun out of it. Cause then you're just what 50, 50 and then you're everything's losing, hedged. Yeah. Then you're losing just a little bit of money to the casino. Yeah. So I see you've got your, your, uh, your hat on for people who don't oh, know, Tim, yes. uh, Tim has a, a I, I see you just started a Colts podcast. Just started the three horsemen with myself, Tom Takar and Connor Delahanty. So, so, I'm assuming that since you started a podcast about the team, there's a great sense of optimism coming into this year. I feel like that's not a move you make where you're like, oh, no. we got we got no chance. So you're, you're feeling good. No, I feel good about the team. Although after the preseason game, 
I don't, but the preseason game is a preseason game. What are you going to do here? You can answer a question for me, you, but you were born, were you, you were born and raised in Miami though, right? I was born like in, in, uh, outside Philly. And then we moved to Florida when I was, uh, six. Okay. So I've been talking about this since we've been talking about our football podcast. And since it's preseason, do you ever see silver linings playbook? Yes. You remember the part where Robert De Niro got mad that they lost a preseason game? Yeah. Do yeah. people in Philly get mad if the Eagles lose a preseason game? Because I saw I watched that movie in theaters and that completely took me out of it. And I didn't ever want to see. I just was like, this movie sucks. Yeah. No, I can't. No one like you. I, the most you can get mad about the preseason, maybe an injury. Maybe yeah. the starters played like crap, but nobody unless you have money on the game which if you're if you're betting preseason football you're a degenerate that you you might as well just rush and roulette because <laughs> who the fuck knows what's Speaking going on of uh so i was in a car with uh, we were doing i was on like a little one of those little tours that you do with your friends when you don't have any uh credits or you know <laughs> where you just yeah. go around to different cities in the midwest the and so-and-so no of comedy tour yeah or, yeah and no one comes to see your shows yeah and uh matt riggs uh aka fat pigs aka uh the sass man himself he got a phone call from his mom and he's just on the phone in in the car while we're driving like seven hours to another spot and he's just like "Uh uh-huh all right wow oh yeah that's crazy okay well i love you i'll talk to you later all right bye and my buddy was like what happened and he goes oh my cousin shot himself in the head playing russian roulette and my friend was like, that was how you talk to your mom about it? Yeah. I, where was his cousin that this is actually still uh, happening? He was in home of Steve Alford. Oh. In uh, new, uh, oh, what's it called? She's in Indiana. <laughs> new. Or now I got to look it up. But, there's but this... it wasn't like the actual, like Steve Alford's living residence. No. Where the game of. Because that would be, that would actually be great for this podcast if we could break the news. Oh, I would love to do that. that there no, was some sort it's... of Russian roulette going on on Steve Alford's property. <laughs> no, <laughs> uh, Steve Alford. Where's the All American? He has a hotel. Ooh, in Newcastle, Indiana. It happened in Newcastle, Indiana. See, that's which... that really kind of ruins my image of. Russian roulette that it, it shouldn't even be allowed to take place in America. It should have to be in like, you know, the jungle in Vietnam or in the, the frozen tundra of Siberia. It should have to be in a, in a, in like a dangerous location, not just in some, you know, somebody's cousin's basement or whatever yeah. in Newcastle, Indiana. It could be a dangerous location. They could have dug the basement just under a trailer with, you know, like <laughs> just shovels. They could have just been surrounded by dirt and just had a, like a, I mean, Newcastle is a shithole, but you're right. It is not. It is not a place. That, I, you know, I've only driven through Indiana twice, and I hear it is like. I mean, from what I've seen, it wasn't great, but it, reputation is like low key the worst state in the union. Uh no, it's, it's supposed to be a real dump. It's fine. All it's right, it's completely fine. Listen, man, I do a joke about it. Everywhere is fucking Indiana if you don't live in a big city. <laughs> everybody is fat and stupid and unvaccinated and they're going to die. Well, I always get mad when people 
put down Florida because it's like, all right, nobody ever, you know, ate somebody's face off in your state or whatever. Well, like that's yeah. I mean, you just have you got too much. You got too much going. There's too there was too much cocaine at one point, and then I think it ruined <laughs> the state. We were just pumping out more insane people at a quicker volume because they were all so boosted on basalts and cocaine and white trash people think they can just live there. Like white trash people just move to Florida. Cause they're like, I'm gonna move to Florida. I'm gonna live in my trailer and it's going to be nice. I'm going to have a nice time down in Florida. It's warm. You yeah. Know, it's it's just, everybody's escape route from everywhere else. That's shitty in the country is to just make it to Florida. And right. it's all going to work out for some reason, even though, and- it's a hundred degrees and underwater most of the time. Yeah. And they live in like the worst parts, like the swamps and the bogs yeah. or whatever. Do they have bogs or is that just like an England thing? You know, I'm not really sure the exact definition of what a bog is, but when you say it, it elicits a very like a hazy more. So I'm, yeah. I'm not, I'm not really getting a Florida vibe from it. I think it's basically a swamp, but for uh, dumb whites, See, this is another another issue that I have where I use words I've heard other people use like bog and then I have no real idea what it means. <laughs> but yes, to answer your question, I am uh, excited about the Colts this year. I think they have a real adult leading the team. <laughs> well, how, how do you how do you feel about the preseason in general? Are you one of these guys who is like dying for for it and is like has to be there or you're fine? Well, I just watch uh, I watch whatever the starters do for the game like out and like the last one I just watched the game cast on my phone because I couldn't find it anywhere. Yeah. And also are, I had to they are tough to, to find go like I had to leave. I was like on the train watching the game cast on my phone <laughs> and then Matt Ryan got sacked and then they put him in for another series after that. And I'm like, you don't he doesn't need to be in for another series. after. He's, a, he's an old, old man. It is just keep him, you know. In he always looks like he's dropping on. his kids off. He he doesn't he does nothing about him says athlete. It's very no. much just like yeah, he's the dad of the team. Like when you say adult in the room, that really that truly is his best quality at this point in his career. Yeah. It's just he's an old man. But a couple of his throws were good. Sam Ellinger looked good against what can only be described as the Bills' fifth defense, but. <laughs> Well, that yeah, that's where the preseason get. When I was a kid, I love because we living in Florida, and before the internet, you know, was what it was is now. There was no way to get Eagles preseason games, so I would have my aunt would just like tape all the preseason games and then mail them to me, and like a VHS them before the season, and I would watch them all like right before the season. Oh, that's like, cool. Binge them the original, but you know, it's sad that a nine-year-old is like watching third teamers play and this would is your dad with... have to take you to a bar to watch the game like how would oh, you yeah, guys I watch would, the games? always always we would go to a bar i didn't realize that there was something wrong with bringing a child to a bar <laughs> until i my dad got in trouble for bringing me and my friend to hooters when we were like eight years old or something and and my buddy's parents got mad at my dad and my dad was oh. just like, I don't know. It's a bar. Like, who, who cares? Yeah, they were showing the game and the kids like, like wings. What do you want? Yeah, that's what that's what I thought, too. But I, I don't know. I don't know. I think your dad is right. I feel like. But this also this is 90s Hooters, not 
current right. day. Nineties Hooters was different. Before it was corporate, there was it it was a little bit uh trashier, shall we say, than it is now. I you know, now I'm thinking like maybe that was why my parents got divorced was my dad was just taking his kid to Hooters all the time. And my mom finally had enough. She was just like, look, this, this idiot, I can't. Um, but yeah, I, we, we both are members of the Carson Wentz survivors club. Yeah. Probably the most infuriating person to have quarterback your team. You only got to experience him for a year, but you got the full, you, you got the perfect full experience of Carson Wentz. Right. In, in that season, left-handed interceptions and then totally blowing the last game in Jacksonville. Where does that rank on like the most heartbreaking Colts losses you've had in the last 10 or 15 years? I knew it was going to happen. I just <laughs> knew it. Like I could feel it in my bones that they were going to lose that game. I don't know what it was. I just was just like, they're going to lose. They are. I almost bet. I'm, I almost bet all of my money on the money line for Jacksonville just so the Colts would win. Yeah, that's, like, that's the only we... way you can feel confident about <laughs> like, your team winning is if you have a significant amount of money on the team they're playing. My two, my two gambling, like big, like they were plus 350 or 400 or something too. So it would have been like, I, and if I put down, I was like, I'm going to put down everything. I would have been like, I would have been made like, you know, a good, like maybe $3,000 <laughs> if I put down like all my money, which sounds, if you do the math, that is not very much money. Yeah. Don't, don't work backwards on that math. <laughs> Just... But I also almost bet everything in 2016 that Trump would win the election. Uh, what were the, what were those odds? I think he was plus 220. Uh, it was like plus, or maybe it was plus 160 or something. But I was like, Everybody was being so annoying, and I was like, it'd be funny to bet on Trump. <laughs> Just so you, you can enjoy yourself as, as, yeah. as, as everyone else is upset. And I kept being I kept being like a dick because I didn't think he would actually win. So I was like, look at your lady. She's losing all these states, you know, but states that she was supposed to lose. So, and they were like, go away. Get the fuck. And by they, I mean women. No, yeah, I, I remember that night specifically being at like a, a a watch party you know one of those election watch parties with like a, a bunch of women and and you know new york liberals and yeah. it was slow moving and like you know nobody knew a lot and everyone was still very confident and like wearing pantsuits and stuff and then i had to go do a show and it, while in the i was in the showroom maybe like 45 minutes and in that time like came out and people were at the bar just like holy shit i think trump's gonna win the election and like people were slowly starting to like <laughs> it was dawning on them and then when i yeah. took the train home i probably saw like four people crying on the train oh just, man it was just like uh it's yeah so it was good. surreal that that, that whole time period it was um, so crazy i mean it was it was great for a person like me like i here's the thing i don't like trump i think he is a, a giant dumbass i just want that to be clear to your audience of i don't know how many seven dozens and dozens wow that's pretty good then listen to three horsemen podcast and we have a youtube page <laughs> i yes for the the my tiny minuscule microscopic audience any indianapolis Colts fans who exist yes. within that fraction the, the fraction of the fraction check out the three horsemen podcast and check this out if you like listening to a woman berate her boyfriend 
check out the great hang podcast which is also my other podcast yes i highly recommend that one one of my one of my favorites every time you guys uh <laughs> post a clip of uh micah your girlfriend yes chewing you out or making you look ridiculous or just commenting on your behavior in any way it brings <laughs> it brings me a giant laugh <laughs> well that's good uh so the night that trump won i was doing chicago underground comedy there were four people in the audience and it was a bad show and then i left and met up with jeff sheen and there was a party going on so jeff and i were like oh we'll go to the party you know and like on our way i guess trump had won as we were going we get to the party this woman answers the door bawling crying sheen is drunk he has since quit drinking, but he was drunk and he goes, Hillary's fault. She lost. <laughs> First thing he says, these women start screaming at him. And yeah. he's like, well, she didn't go to Pennsylvania. She didn't go to Wisconsin. She thought she was better than that. She thought she already had it locked up. She was complacent. And he just starts naming all these just facts. Monday morning quarterbacking <laughs> as it's happening. <laughs> and I go, Jeff, this isn't like. Not right now. He goes, oh, you, you're going to say not right now. And I go, okay, man, do whatever you want. Probably, you know, thank God he stopped drinking because <laughs> I've, I've never known that side of Jeff. And I do not want oh, to. Oh, it was incredible. And he, so he's saying all this shit and uh, all these women are yelling at him. And then finally it subsides. And then for the music, he somehow gets to change the music. I don't know. I think no one was like where the music was. And he just changes it to live red hot chili peppers. And then and then we got kicked out. That's what led to us getting kicked out after that. They were like, Jeff, no more. Enough. (laughs) Yeah. I hope I hope I like to think that's what pushed him towards sobriety that night. No, I don't think that it was t- there was still some more rock bottoming to go nah, to. Yeah, I mean, he's God, he was the best when he was drunk. He was so mean. Well, it's funny. You were just talking about Trump. It reminded me of uh, when the Clemson football team won the national title and came to the White House and he oh, just yeah. bought them a bunch of McDonald's. As I'd like- have been thrilled. <laughs> And all the kids are just like, like, yeah, this is what we eat. We love it. Like, come on. What's the problem? Man, that's so crazy. So how are you feeling about the Eagles with A.J. Brown? Well, I first of all, I'm very much concerned about the Eagles at all times. It's very important for me to not say anything too positive at this point in the season. I I, I don't trust Jalen Hurts. I don't trust the offense. I think the defense is going to be really good. I think yeah. I think what we've done bringing in guys on the defense is 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 going to set the the ceiling low enough that we should make the playoffs no matter what. <laughs> and, well, your division is what? Yeah, it's crap. It's it's Washington, the Giants and Dallas. Yes. Uh, Washington is is probably is going to be embarrassing. I can't wait to play Carson Wentz twice a year. It's going to be. I mean, he's going to be out out of there in a year, I, unless unless Washington uh, Dan Snyder is just trying to. It's Dan Snyder. Is Dan Snyder? Yeah, it's Snyder. But well, he's because I get like, confused because there's also the Dan Snyder that like molested all those girls from Nickelodeon. I didn't know that Dan Snyder, but it sounds like they have similar uh hobbies <laughs> mo's yeah yeah i don't 
I, yeah, I don't know. Cause Snyder, he's like not supposed to be owning the team. He's suspended and his wife's running it, but I'm, yeah, but still... I'm, I'm, I'm wondering if this is like a major league scenario where he's like, let's bomb it to the ground. It could, I think he's not even in the country cause he's supposed to, he's supposed oh, yeah, to be, right. they like subpoenaed him and he's, I think like, he's oh, on a yacht. Yeah. He's like, Oh, I'm just going to be traveling the country for like the next five years or whatever. So I'll get around to that when I can. And everyone's like, okay, you're rich. I guess that's fine. Like, yeah. Like anybody else would in be in the middle able... of the ocean. Yeah. He's, he's literally like, he might just be low key seeking asylum somewhere for a while. <laughs> just look. Yeah. But the, yeah, the division stinks. Washington will be terrible. Dallas will probably be worse. The I can't Giants they gave up Amari on Dallas. Yeah, I think that long term, I think that'll be in their in their uh, yeah in their best going forward. Just because you don't want to have to pay him again, he's getting older. But I think that yeah, they will take a hit this year. Gall- and then their other receiver Gallup's going to miss the first few weeks because he tore his ACL last year. Yeah. I think the Eagles, I, they're just getting too much hype for me. Everyone else is getting in on it, and it's what it's what scares me it's and i'm starting to get scared off my bills pick because i picked the bills to win the super bowl a few oh. months ago and now everyone's sort of like they're the they darling have... pick and i'm just like ooh, i don't everybody know. likes everybody likes josh i mean listen here's the thing liking josh allen as much as everyone does is white supremacy <laughs> i'm picking them because i think they're going with the running game i think they're going to change up the offense this year and run it a little more I and, like Josh uh, Allen. Uh, that being said, I love Josh Allen. I wanted to hate him. I I remember when that that draft class came out, I thought he was going to stink because I'd only seen a couple of his games at Wyoming, and yeah. he always looked bad every time he played better teams. But then you're like, oh, yeah, you, his receivers are the receivers who went For to Wyoming. Wyoming. So yeah. that's why he stunk. I'm like, like, at the time, I didn't get it. And now I'm like, oh, that actually makes perfect sense. Uh, it might have been a motorcycle out front. What did so, you think you heard? I don't know. I thought oh, okay. something went insane in my house. I'm in a new, but we had to move apartments. So I, oh, I where'd, thought, where'd you move to? We went, we moved to Bushwick. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. So it's a little loud out front, I'll say. Well, I'm, I'm in Bushwick and yeah. it is, you're lucky to get, uh, you know, 20 straight minutes without some kind of, <laughs> <laughs> noise atrocity like somehow the ice cream truck will be in the building you're in first and like motherfuckers were just popping off on the sidewalk last night having a dance party <laughs> and i was like what do you do go, go go home go in your homes yeah i used to think it was like like they were having fun by being out all the time and yeah. i'm just like oh i don't think they have anywhere else to go like yeah i don't know in the in the winter, nobody's outside, and I'm just like not sure what happens to people because there's some people <laughs> in my neighborhood, especially I live right next to a bodega, where yeah. there is like a card game, a domino game, and people dancing just at all times. It's constantly happening every night of the week during the summer. They're out there, but then in the winter when it's cold, like I don't see them hanging out anywhere. Like I don't see them around the the neighborhood yeah. or anywhere. I, I don't know if they just like leave like some kind of snowbird situation it's very confusing they may go into a basement somewhere i don't know yeah how how are the fireworks by you are you still getting them no we don't have any fire maybe we do i don't know 
Okay, yeah, that's the other thing about Bushwick is uh, the fireworks last, or they start about June 4th and end like September 15th. Yeah, there have been some, but it hasn't been like crazy. I remember um, living in Crown Heights, it was really bad. Do you have, uh, we had a guy, guy yesterday, guy and a lady yesterday, just filleting and descaling fish, just, (laughs) just on a table in the middle of not like they didn't have a sign, didn't have anything. They were just doing it in the middle of the sidewalk. My favorite is there's a guy who lives near me. Who's he's in his fifties, sixties, and he walks around with like a giant snake on him at all times. Oh yeah. Which I'm sure was cool as shit when he was like 20 but he just never developed another personality beyond right. that. Now he's just like an old man with a snake that everyone's like, uh, no, could you please get out of here? Like he's not even controlling it. Who The snake's probably from like the paleolithic era or something. Yeah. It's gotta be the world's oldest snake. I think snakes live a long time. I don't know though. Yeah. I think all those reptiles. Well, they, yeah. I, there's, there's also a group I see on the a train coming back late at night. Uh, the a train going to Broadway junction. It'll mm-hmm. just be a group of like 10 guys with a bunch of reptiles on, on the train, like dragons and snakes and nice. like sometimes they'll birds and shit just, and everyone, and it's all like drunk people on the train trying to take pictures with these animals that will kill them in one swoop. I'm sure these dudes, they're, they're like fucking whatever, like trying to get women's numbers with their reptiles and shit. Oh yeah. It's, it's all, a, it's all a play. It's everyone's just trying to have a personality so they don't have to yeah. die alone. This is, I, I do have to say, this is the most off topic uh, episode that I've done so far. And I want to thank you, Tim. I think we've really I, opened it up. I, I like that we're, to, we're I tend to, I tend to pop off on some other shit. Oh, it's perfect. I was going to ask you how you feel about Frank Reich. Do you think, is this his last shot? Or are you, are you going to stay with him beyond this year? Well, I'll tell you this. I think he is bringing in the fourth Reich. And, that is a very exciting thing. Has that has that marketing slogan not taken off yet? Has... No, and I'm trying to get it. I tried to get our podcast named The Fourth Reich, but Tom and Connor said that was a no go. I, I can I can I can kind of see where they're coming from. <laughs> but I like Frank Reich. I actually like him. I don't like his stance on God. He's very religious, which sucks because I think religion sucks. Yeah, but I think for and a fo- I think to make a football coach, has there ever even been like an atheist football coach? No, <laughs> I think no. you have to be there. They only go to like really Christian guys. Maybe after a Detroit Lions season, a guy has given up God. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, like Marty Morningwick or something. <laughs> Just like <laughs> Marty, how come we don't see you at church anymore? Like we went zero and sixteen. All right, God is dead. <laughs> but um. I just don't like I don't like how he was like, yeah, Carson had the same Bible verse on his phone that I had on my phone. I'm like, dog, that is not a uh, yeah. that is not like a, a, a point of talent. You know, that's yeah, not we, like, can't, we can't just be grabbing people with who like the same parts of the Bible as you. That's like a street. woman. That's like some woman that's super into astrology being like, um, I drafted Amon Ross St. Brown first because <laughs> uh He's like a Libra with a waning moon or some shit. And it like, it's the same fucking thing. You would think in the age of advanced analytics that guys wouldn't be allowed to just trade away first round picks for quarterbacks because of the Bible verse they have on their phone. Yeah. And also, man, don't say it on television where I got to see you say that. 
if that's something you picked a guy for, keep it up here, baby. That's yeah, that's like and then make up another reason. Just call it intangibles or something else, <laughs> and then be like, yeah. <laughs> Uh, I like Frank Reich. I think he is a really good leader. I think he, you know, I everybody fucks up, but I think he fucks up just a touch more in the play calling. But I am glad that we got rid of Matt Eberflus. I think he was not actually a good defensive coordinator. He just has really good defensive players. Yeah. So it's like, and all the Bears guys were super excited about it. I was like, I think y'all fucked up again. <laughs> Yeah, I would never be excited about hiring a defensive coach. I just don't know. And it's 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 a lot easier to see like how an offensive coach, you're like, oh, those are the plays he designs, those are the plays he runs, it works. Yeah. You can see it, it's obvious. Defense, I don't I don't really like you have to be really fucking good at defense for like I get Bill Belichick is good at defense, but I don't know what the fuck Matt Eberflus does. Like the Bears defense sucked last year. So I right. don't know. When I think, well, and he wasn't a coach. I mean, no, he was yeah, a coach the, the, the Colts last year, but the, he's, I think he really skated by because he's got DeForest Buckner, uh, Shaquille Leonard now. Mm-hmm. You know, Darius Leonard changed, is going he's by Shaq Shaquille. Leonard. Do you yeah. know what was the reasoning behind that? Because I just he saw always has gone by Shaquille Leonard. Oh, uh, okay. But, it was just a thing he never mentioned to anyone. Yeah. Wow. What and, a polite guy that he just like didn't say anything for. He's been in the league like five years, four years. Like I think it's just his fourth year. And then yeah. it's like Bobby Okereke. They were calling him Bobby Okariki. And then he <laughs> finally like the, the he was like, hey, he like went up to someone at the Colts, I guess. He's like, hey, can uh, you just like tell him that it's Okereke? And they're like, oh, it is. OK, yeah. Yeah. I'm sure they were like, uh, <laughs> But then they got Stephon Gilmore this year yep. alongside Kenny Moore. And Gilmore's looked, I guess, really good at training camp. Well, yeah, he, so, was, he was one of the best two years ago. And then kind of, I think he signed late with the Panthers last year and they yeah. were already bad. So, yeah, I saw a thing I was reading about the Colts where they had a, a lot of turnovers last year. They were good at taking the ball away, but it's tough yes. to sort of recreate that year over year. Well, they defense. were good at taking the ball away. See, this is the thing. They were great at taking the ball away, but they the they had to do it because they were about to get scored on a bunch of the times. Yeah, that's like people were running like that's what I, that that's kind of like what I'm saying. It's like they were the other teams were like moving the ball. Yeah, it's but, a, that bend don't break. But, but like Leonard and Moore just like had a nose for it all season and just yeah. like ate it up you know yeah i don't know if that is necessarily a sign that the coach is good right that's what i'm saying i think it's yeah. just they have really good players and more coming out and being really good i mean deforest buckner is gigantic yes he is he's he's that's one of the best trades of the last few years where they got him from sam fran he is a monster do you have you watched the hard knocks i know we only have like five minutes left oh no i um I, I've seen a, a few of the clips. It's it's tough for me to like sit down and still watch Hard Knocks because I I always get excited when it's back. Yeah, I just I don't care any. They just don't show enough at this point. Like the they don't. It's they they show. It's so obviously edited with what the NFL wants to show you. Where it's like most of the stuff I don't care about. They they have some good stuff in there. Like I saw Jamal Williams was crying and that was really good. That was yeah. cool. That got me hype as hell. Yeah, well, I, I believe I have no problem. I've I've been football. 
out of my mind for the last month, two months, basically once the NBA ended, I had like a week of enjoying baseball and then was immediately just like, fuck, I cannot wait for football to get here. But yeah, dude, football's so great. I can't wait. I mean, the worst, I think the worst thing in football is the draft. You're not, a, you're not a fan of the draft. Well, I think it's too, it needs, it needs to be closer to the season. Yeah. It's too much of a fucking tease. Well, I think that's the NFL's <laughs> goal is to like spread everything out so they can control like a little bit of the headlines for, right. you know, well, every month, a year. And also it just creates like everybody's going to watch it because they're like football, just a little bit of football. We are so we are so football starved in this country. I don't know. I literally can't focus on anything else but football right now it's well just, they have that other league the u.s football league did you ever watch that yeah i saw some of it it's just not it, it the problem is like with college football it's not as good but i love it because i understand the stakes and yeah. the rivalry and all of the the shit that goes into it when you just start a, a new league out of nothing for no reason like yeah maybe i'll pay attention but it has it, the the quality of play is usually so bad and yeah, honestly, it's, it's just good. quarterback play. If they they should spend money to just get quarterbacks, we want to see, you know, even if they suck, just guys we like get Cam Newton, get yeah. Johnny Manziel. Oh man, if they could get RG3, Johnny Manziel, just people only, would watch. Yeah, only spend money on the quarterbacks. If you got go get like some crazy I mean, get Tyrod Taylor. Yeah, just just overpay for guys, for name guys, quarterbacks, maybe a couple coaches we've heard of, and then that that's the league I would like to see. It's just yeah. like, or even if you get, go get like Philip Rivers, older guys who we Let's know. Get Brittany Griner out of jail. Throw her out there. About Andrew Luck, do you miss him? What? How do well, you? How yeah, do you, I mean, how did you I'm, feel about that? Here's the thing. I was. We got two minutes. I was never that upset mm-hmm. because football, he got beat. Uh, he got his kidney was lacerated. Yeah. Like that's one of those things where, but I just wish he would have retired earlier and not absolutely ass fucked the Colts. Like yes. giving them a chance to find, cause they had a good team that, yeah, it was, it was all of a sudden now we got to go get Jacoby Brissett to try to get to the it playoffs. Was, we had a Super Bowl. We had a, a like, I think top three, like favorite for the Super Bowl that year. Yep. And then nothing. Yeah, that is it's one of the strangest most I couldn't even imagine how gut-wrenching it is to to have your 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 favorite team poised for a great year and then the guy who you look forward to watching for like the next decade still is just like, "You know what? I'm probably done." Yeah. And you're just like, "Well, what the fuck do we do now?" <laughs> And I like I, a couple of friends in India of mine are like still like really mad at him. And I'm like, listen, man, he's got to live in his body. Yeah. The man is like mildly a genius. He doesn't want his brain to turn to fucking putty. So I understand it. But yeah, with the timing of it, all of it, it was yeah. tough. Uh, he really we, fucked us. But let's get right. you out of here with uh, why don't you give out your handles, any plugs you want to share with the people oh, yeah. real quick. The Three Horsemen podcast on Apple and on YouTube, the Great Hang podcast, anywhere you get podcasts and on YouTube. And you can check me out on Instagram at hot underscore comic 69. All right. There you have it. Thanks so much, Tim. We'll talk to you again. 
See you later, baby. All right. Go birds. Shout out to Tim for joining us. Check him out everywhere. You just heard his plugs. I'm not going to give them again. That's the show for this week. A little quick housekeeping. I think at one point during the interview, I, I tried to do the floor, high floor, low ceiling thing, and I'm pretty sure I said the wrong one. I don't know if it was a a, a, a low floor, a high ceiling, something got mixed up there. Just ignore that. That's going to happen with floors and ceilings. Also, a little post, post-show research. Uh, bogs do exist in Florida. Florida does have bogs. It is not just a Scottish thing. They can exist anywhere. They are simply wet, muddy ground, too soft to support a heavy body. Huh? Sounds like my ex-wife, folks. That's the show this week. Thank you so much for listening. And do all that rate and review crap I told you in the intro. I'm not going to say it again, but you heard it, and you know you need to do it. So thank you for checking it out. Thank you for doing the work that I've asked of you. And we're getting close to football any week now. Any week now, we're going to be watching live football Live, meaningful, non-preseason football. And we're going to have some some picks, probably. Going to do some picks. Probably have Matt Wayne on, pick a few games. In the meantime, take care of yourselves, huh? How about that? Take care of yourselves. You don't, want, you don't want anything bad to happen so close to football season. And keep on listening to the podcast. We'll see you here next time on the For Who or What podcast.